Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. So join me as we dive into episode 50. We're at 50, friends. That feels like a milestone, right? 50. And we're going to pray our way through Philippians 1, 12 through 19. But before we do that, let's open with a bit of what I call worship prayer. This week, we're honoring God for His omniscience. Arthur Pink says this about omniscience. God is omniscient. He knows everything, everything possible, everything actual, all events, all creatures. Nothing escapes his notice. Nothing can be hidden from him. Nothing is forgotten by him. His knowledge is perfect. He never errs, never changes, never overlooks anything. So God's omniscience is the idea that he knows it all. He is all-knowing. We'll be praying in Proverbs 15, 3, and it says, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. 1 John 3, 20 says, For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and He knows everything. All right, let's pray. Lord, Your eyes are everywhere. You see it all. You see all of the things that we think are hidden. You see all of the things behind the things, the motives. And we'll see that later in the Philippians verses. You know our motives. You know every single thing that is inside our hearts. And you keep watch over both the evil and the good. We cannot go anywhere apart from where you will know us. First John 3.20 says, For whenever our heart condemns us, Lord, that happens more than I would like to think. When our hearts condemn us, you are greater than our heart, and you know everything. Scripture is very clear right there. You know everything, and I honor you for that today. I celebrate the fact that I have a God who loves me and who knows everything. I can rest in that. I, find, I can find peace in that. And I thank you for that part of your character and honor that and celebrate that today. As we head forward into this time of prayer in the verses in Philippians, I ask that you would guide my thoughts, guide my words, guide my intent. Pray that you would open up this scripture to a way, Spirit, that didn't make any sense. I pray that, Spirit, you would open this scripture up to us in a way that maybe it hasn't been before. Pray that you would speak to our hearts and that we would be changed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Philippians 1, 12 through 19 is where we are today. I'm going to give you a little bit of background. Today and tomorrow, we find ourselves in a portion of scripture where Paul illustrates for us the joy in adversity. Now, maybe you won't be held captive in a first century Roman jail like Paul was, but we all face adversity of one kind or another. In fact, as Christ followers, that should be your expectation. We should expect that. John 16, Jesus says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. He says that you will have suffering. You will. But he says in Christ, you may have peace. He has overcome the world. Paul certainly is a case study of the truth of that verse. One of the situations that the Roman church found itself in during Paul's imprisonment were that some were using the circumstances around Paul's imprisonment to gain a following. Sound familiar? Paul said that Christ was being preached, the message was truth, but the motives were wrong. They were preaching from envy and rivalry. How would you feel about that? How do you respond when you're faced with rivalry or envy? 
with people actively looking to pull friends, support, followers, or people away from you? Paul responds with his answer in these verses today. I'm going to read Philippians chapter 1, verses 12 through 19, and then I'm going to go back through it and read, pray, read, pray it. But first, I'm going to read you the whole thing. Paul says, now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually advanced the gospel so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to everyone else that my imprisonment is because I am in Christ. Most of the brothers have gained confidence in the Lord from my imprisonment and dare even more to speak the word fearlessly. To be sure, some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. These preach out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. The others proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, thinking that they will cause me trouble in my imprisonment. What does it matter? Only that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is proclaimed. And in this I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice because I know that this will lead to my salvation through your prayers and help from the Spirit of Jesus Christ. All right, let's start that back over again now that you kind of have a picture of what the overall passage says. And we're going to read, pray through a little bit. Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, what has happened to me has actually advanced the gospel so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to everyone else that my imprisonment is because I am in Christ. That's what Paul says. Father, I ask that in our lives, that in the situations in our lives, in the adversities in our lives, that they also cause the gospel to advance, that it would become known throughout our whole community, throughout our whole network of friends, throughout our social media following, that the things that are happening happen to us, but that we are in Christ, that through those circumstances, that that would be made known. Paul says, most of the brothers have gained confidence in the Lord from my imprisonment and dare even more to speak the word fearlessly. Lord, I have a couple of requests here. I pray that we would speak the word fearlessly. Fearlessly. I pray that you would give us a boldness and the spirit-led direction on when and where to speak. And when it comes up, that we would speak boldly, fearlessly. And I pray that because we do that, Others would be encouraged to do that as well, that our circumstances prompt our bold sharing of the gospel and that others would gain confidence in that as well. Paul says, to be sure, some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. These preach out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. The others proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, thinking that they will cause me trouble in my imprisonment. Father, this whole, this whole piece right here of this human reactions is just so interesting that people were preaching the gospel fearlessly, but some were doing it with wrong motives. So I pray first that our motives would be pure. I pray that the things that we say and the things that we do are driven by a love for you, that they are driven by pure motives, that they are driven by a love for other people and a desire to see them know God in a deeper way. Pray that no matter what the circumstances are, that your name is preached. Pray that people hear the word in our culture today, in our personal communities. There's the passage that you will tell people when they stand before you, get away from me. I didn't know me. And they will say, didn't I preach in your name? Didn't I heal and do mighty things in your name? Things can be done in your name with wrong motives. People will see those. And hear those and let them come to you despite the motives. But for us, 
I ask for pure motives for myself. I pray that you would get rid of anything impure in my heart. Paul says, what does it matter? Only that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is proclaimed. And in this, I rejoice. Yes, I will continue to rejoice because I know that this will lead to my salvation through your prayers and help from the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Lord, give me a heart attitude like Paul, that when I see that happening, when I feel betrayal, when I feel like someone is trying to encroach on, quote, my territory, or when I feel like someone is trying to do me harm, I pray that in that I will rejoice. I will rejoice because I know that my hope and my joy lies in Jesus. I pray that your word would go out no matter who is talking about it. I pray that you are proclaimed and that we would rejoice in that. Father, I pray that you would give us a spirit of joy like Paul had, a joy in adversity, a joy no matter what our circumstances are. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much for joining me today. I so appreciate you being here. If you are watching the broadcast on the Grace in the Gravel Road Facebook page, and you feel like it drew you toward Christ, invite a friend to join you and meet me back here next Tuesday when we'll be doing it again and going through the next passage in Philippians. If you're a podcast listener, the best way to help us is to subscribe to the show and then share it with a friend as well. The broadcast is brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road, who gives you both the truth and tools to help you live a thriving life. And before we go, I have an announcement for you. In the next few weeks, I am going to be doing a development run of a new program that I have been working on. And if you feel distant from God, or you feel like you're just surviving life and you're not living with joy, feeling like that abundant life that Jesus promised you is out of reach, then this will be for you. It is all about living in joy. It's the development stage. So I want to take a group of people through it before I let it loose in the world. So I want to invite you to join me in this Founders Run. This experience will be totally different from when I launch the final product. You will get a half-price program, my guidance and presence and coaching throughout the whole week, and an opportunity to help me shape the program. Watch for information on Monday. I am going to open up and announce and do all the big things on Monday, September 7th. So keep an eye out for that. There's three ways that you can find out about it. I'll be mentioning it in the broadcast. Make sure you like Grace in the Gravel Road Facebook page. Watch for the announcements there. Or I will be announcing it on my email list as well. So make sure that you go to my website, graceinthegravelroad.com, and sign up for emails and you can get it there. All that being said, my heart as we pray together twice a week is that we would grow in our prayer lives, that God will use this time to direct your heart in your own circumstances as he directs my heart in mine. Pray that he will answer these prayers that we pray in mighty, mighty ways. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper and deeper in love with the God who gave us these words that we are praying back to him. Amen. Amen.